really couldn't hear you very well. It was all garbled and broken up. Sorry. Is this better? Yeah. Oh, okay, better. still can't hear it. All right, but we're moving on to the next. <laughs> next. <laughs> no, we're it done. was better. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just ahead of 612 here on Wisconsin's Morning News this Thursday morning. You seem like the kind of person that doesn't show up to a house party or a gathering empty-handed. You always bring something? Yeah, that's part of the part of the deal right don't you feel sheepish if you don't like, oh, yeah right, right although sometimes we're super late because of it and i'd rather be on time you're on the way and we, oh we got to get a bottle of wine well if i was hosting the party i'd rather you be on time than an hour late because you need to you feel like you need to get me something and as host you don't expect you don't expect yeah, it right yeah, yeah. no that's fine just come we've but got yeah. everything oh, yeah you right. want to bring a bottle you want you want to bring, something. bring that's a little I, something yeah that's courtesy so the president of the united states as we mentioned at the top of the hour news is visiting wisconsin today and you don't visit the 139th largest media market in winter on Lake Superior if there's not some sort of hook, right? So <laughs> All right. What is behind the visit outside of the Bidenomics and America's Warrior? Why is he picking Superior? Earlier this week, Department of Transportation announced it's going to build a new big old bridge up there. How's this for a housewarming gift? A billion dollars through that bipartisan infrastructure law two years later uh, to make sure that the Blatnik Bridge remains operational and can continue serving uh, as the vital economic corridor it is for our nation and for the region. It's a big bridge. And actually, the Fed should be chipping in and fronting most of the cost, as they will here in this case. It's actually Interstate 35 in Minnesota that runs that far north all the way up through Duluth. Have you been on it? And I haven't. I've never been to Superior. <laughs> Mm-mm. Been to Apostle Islands, which is, what, a little bit uh, east of there, yeah. and maybe even a little further north. But this bridge connects Interstate 35 in Minnesota with the Wisconsin side. And, of course, Superior and Duluth, huge ports yep. on the Great Lakes, very important spot. So the other thing that this does for the president is it's good strategy. All presidents do this when they are running for re-election. This allows it to be an official visit. As oh, opposed yeah. to a campaign mm-hmm, stop, mm-hmm. see, because he's on the nation's business here. Yes. Brilliant move. Talking about infrastructure. This is right. <laughs> so I've got the president leaving Washington. Nine o'clock our time should be up north late this morning. Flies into Duluth. So presu- presumably would take that bridge over to the Wisconsin side, right? And then looks like a cool place up there. He will deliver his remarks at Earthrider Brewery. They there advertise their beers made of the, the waters of Lake Superior. So do you think he enjoys some suds like he would some ice cream? I'd like to there? see him have a little beer. You don't have to have Folks. like you have oh, to have a big old growler, just you know, <laughs> why not? a pint of something, right? It's it's afternoon <laughs> in Wisconsin. That's a good point. Looks Place like will be packed. Looks like uh, one o'clock remarks, and he's out before four p.m. today. A billion dollars. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind 35 points, 18 rebounds, and 10 assists from Giannis. The Bucks. a day after firing their head coach and Adrian Griffin, beat the Red Hot Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday night. This one by a final of 126-116. to Giannis with a big swooping jam as he sends it down. Look out below. The Greek Freak taking that one out on the rim. Left hand jam right in your face, Dean Wade. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ <laughs> as Giannis would record his seventh triple-double of the season and his third in the last four games. And with that win last night, the Bucks securing their third win in a row. 
as well as snapping the Cavs' eight-game win streak. After the game, Bobby Porta sharing some thoughts on what the last 24 hours have been for the team and for himself. New coach, coaching change, obviously it's tough going from one coach last year to a new coach and then obviously be halfway through the season and, you know, turn around and get another one. But, you know, just being a pro, uh, I think one thing that, you know, always remains the same is the game, going out there and playing your minutes with force. Um, doing what you do to help the team win and impact winning. Speaking of new coach, Doc Rivers is expected to take over for Milwaukee soon. The two sides have reportedly agreed to agreed on terms to become the next head coach. That is according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Doc Rivers comes in with a lot to prove. He has a stretch and a run as a head coach of in Game Sevens in the second round of the of the playoffs in both the Eastern Conference and Western Conference where there's a hump for him to get over. The Bucks will be back in action on Friday night. They're hosting Cleveland again at Pfizer Forum. It kind of a big deal to win that game. I mean, you could, had they mm-hmm. not, understand why and a lot of distractions and things going on and whatever, and it's just one game, but to and, come out there and beat and kudos, the Cavs, right? kudos to them because it didn't yep. feel like anything happened. Right. You know, went out there and they just dominated from, from start to finish. I like it, Snide. I'll take it. Over to college. You'll like this even better, Vinny. Over to college hoops, the number 14th ranked Marquette Golden Eagles winning their third game in a row on Wednesday, beating DePaul on the road 86 to 73. Kolick outside right. Kolick around a couple screens. Kolick will try the three. Pure. Hey, he's got to look for that shot more. He's got to get that shot down. But he's got to do it in the games. There's a lot of games, you see, he won't take one of those in a lot of games. Homer and Tony Smith on the call over there on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee as Kolick would knock that three down and lead Marquette with 22 points on the night. With the win, Marquette improving to 14-5 and on the season. Next up, Seton Hall on Saturday in Milwaukee. And lastly, we'll head over to the NFL where the Packers have their search on for their next defensive coordinator. However, in college football in the Big Ten, the Michigan Wolverines will be on the search for their next head coach, as Jim Harbaugh has agreed to a five-year deal with the L.A. Chargers on Wednesday night. Vinny, a lot of moving pieces going on in the state of Wisconsin. Things are happening. A lot of things happening. Needed a new defensive coordinator, new head coach in Milwaukee. But uh, trending in the right direction, I think most my fans would agree. My favorite tweet in all of this mess was I saw John Greenberg, president of the Milwaukee Admirals, yesterday. And, and Greeny posted on the Admirals thing. Hey, just BT Dubs. We're not firing anybody today, so <laughs> not yet. Safe. 618 on Wisconsin's Morning News. And it wasn't even a full Common Council meeting. It was <laughs> just a hearing, right? Well, yeah, no, a committee hearing. You're committee so a committee yeah. meeting, yeah. DPW? Yep. So what we like to do here from time to time is dip in on the city or the village or the town hall meetings slash hearings slash... Uh, what uh, mayoral conversations, as it were? Yeah. So let's do it. Let's get to it. Here's a look back at yesterday's Common Council Committee meeting. Bureaucracy, legislation, red tape. I'm so bored. Doesn't anything fun happen here? Because when you work for the local government, doing the bare minimum is doing your part. It's time to take another visit to City Hall. <laughs> All right, today. We head to Milwaukee City Hall (laughs) for a Public Works Committee meeting led by Alderman Bob Bauman. Houston, we have a problem. Oh, boy. Which was said out loud at one point. So the the big story yesterday at City Hall was basically snow removal. It's been nearly two weeks since that huge storm we had. Some areas on the northwest side still buried in snow, still can't even drive through them, can't get to mailboxes. Alderman Lamont Westmoreland, a little frustrated by that. I'm still getting these complaints. It's frustrating. And, you know, I hear my constituents. I hear everybody, and 
I drive the same roads they drive. But like I said, it's like an amusement ride. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good one. Uh, so DPW, uh, the chief was there. They talked through it and said, look, we're learning from this. We're working from a very unique storm. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, also part of the meeting, the BRT. No, the yes. bus rapid transit, the yes. magic bus. Yes, the BRT, connecting from the lakefront to the medical college, and some of the facilitators were there. We've now got that commute ride down to 27 minutes, so it's nearly a 10-minute difference between regular bus and BRT. Yes, sir, nearly a 10-minute difference. Nearly, so not quite <laughs> 10, and also... I knew you'd be frustrated by that. And also... Again, this is bus to bus. It's not saving you 10 minutes if you got out of your car. Right. It's saving you 10 minutes if you were already (laughs) on the bus. And that's if you ride it from gate to gate from the lakefront all the way down. So most people are saving four or five minutes. So if you love the BRT as much as Vince does, you know that the right lane is a dedicated lane for the BRT. Yeah, quick math on that. That's like, uh, what was that thing? $50 million? It's $5 million a minute. Yeah. So they talked Sorry. about that. They talked about that dedicated right lane and how it's being operated, and the fact that they are writing tickets for those who are spending too much time. There. Early results from um, MPD and how many tickets they've given out. They give out about five tickets a day now. Whether those for, are for encroaching into the dedicated lane, correct? They, they do they really? Yeah, Bauman was. Kind of impressed really? by that. Right. A little surprised that actually there's some enforcement. You can use a dedicated lane to access a driveway, right? Yep. I mean, park. so all you have to do is you say, well, I was going to get into that driveway. Yeah, but it's three blocks down. Yeah, but I'm planning ahead. <laughs> in, in, footage, in footage that we've seen, it's, it's very It's not apparent. like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. But I, I'm actually, to your point, there is some subjectivity. Ooh, yeah. A little bit of subjectivity. Okay, All right, moving so on. So you can't be like parked in the lane, just right, driving right. on down the street. All right, All right so Bauman runs a tight ship. You know that. He's yes. been he's been at City a long time. He he's wants the chair to keep of the moving. And you can tell when you hear from the water guy here. So we are here to deliver the semi-annual event service right. line report. I am going to move very quickly through my part of it. Good. Feel free to interrupt <laughs> if you would like to. <laughs> You don't Good. want to be there anymore Good. than any of you want to hear about uh, it. I am going to move very quickly through my part of it. Good. 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 Yes. Yes, also, and let's go. Then there's also this part when he was trying to move on to the next item. Fantastic. Thank Good you luck. so much, everyone. Item 12. Two, three, oh, one, four. Pardon me. Hello, who? Uh, this is Jesus uh, Ochoa. Our All right, so trouble brewing here. This is somebody calling in, like conference yeah, it's, calling it's, in? It, but it's someone whose uh, official business part okay. of the deal was added as a line item to it. Bauman, though, hmm. We really couldn't hear you. We really couldn't hear you very well. It was all garbled and broken up. Sorry. Is this better? Yeah. Oh, okay, still can't hear it. All right, we're, we're moving on to the next one. <laughs> next. <laughs> no, it done. was better. <laughs> hey, is this better? No, nope. nope. still can't hear you. could be in the room. Sorry. <laughs> I got all a right. lunch. So there were different items that they had to go through, like tire dumping and different things. I didn't know there was such interest in dumping today. <laughs> always. So then there's this. Save that one. I like Stamper, always. This is my favorite part. <laughs> so they're, they're, during, they're in the middle of a break. Mics are hot. It's still being broadcast on the, on the cable channel or whatnot. And there's really nothing nefarious there. They're just conversing. So here's Couple Alderman Stamper. I just, this makes me laugh. Alderman Stamper and Bauman are chatting with each other and they're complaining about how the fact that they see people littering from their house, from their cars all Seen the that. time. Yeah, right? And they talk about I it. I'm going to do dump a whole 
meal outside the car. Yeah, well, yeah, I see that. I see that regularly, right, right out the door. I do. Clean out the fast food bags. Now listen to right Stamper here. I wish we could uh, write tickets. <laughs> he wants to write tickets. <laughs> I wanted that to be the headline of the paper today. All of a sudden, wants to write tickets. <laughs> I wish we could write tickets. I, mean, I, I get some people I like to write up. Oh, man, he made a joke. He was like, yeah, we got to get the city attorney on that. Like, it's just been great. <laughs> now, that's not official business. Okay. That was them just kind of kind of versing in I the I take him at that, so. right? I want you and me write some tickets. So that's your look at City Hall, the musings that take place on a daily basis. Bucks win on their first night without their new head coach. When are they, when are they going to make Doc official? Today. Right? Okay, we'll talk about it in sports Hopefully. with Brandon Snyder at 645. Vince, are you committing financial infidelity? Impossible. Your spouse may be keeping a secret from you. Maybe. A new bank rate study finds that 42% of Americans are keeping money secrets from their partners. The study looked at couples who are married or living together. 30% say they spend more than their partner knows. Now, that's probably true. <laughs> I don't right. know. If, I'm sure my, my wife or I spend more money than the other realizes sometimes. 23% have secret debt. And 17% have a secret checking account. Ooh. Mm-hmm. For what types that, of that purchases? Can't be right. a good, that can't be good. <laughs> secret different than separate. Because I have one account that's just, that, that is my checking account. Yeah. And that's for all my dumb stuff for golf yep, and yep, to, yep. you know whatever gotcha. so yeah. that I don't separate know, is different than secret right though. so that I don't accidentally you know leave a short on the mortgage because I bought <laughs> some crap like hey what did you right. what did you buy uh so which group do you think is most likely to keep secrets keep these money secrets which generation oh, which generation uh, that's us the Xers Gen Z Really? According to Bankrate, followed by millennials, are most likely to keep money secrets from each other. Well, you Because they don't even handle money. That's why <laughs> their mom and dad are still handling their money. <laughs> you asked if, you said, are you committing financial? And I said, impossible. Why? Because I don't know anything about our finances. <laughs> <laughs> so God knows what Nicole's doing. <laughs> no idea how much money we have at all. 20 to 7 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Everyday Hero, presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care, Azura Memory Care. So you know this, Vince. This is when we celebrate that average John or average Jane Doe who had no idea when they got up that morning they'd be saving a life. All right, so this one's tragic, but there is a silver lining to it. Tragic story out of Portland, Oregon. A huge winter storm last week. Family in their SUV outside their home. This is super icy, just sheets of ice on the driveways there, on the sidewalks, on the streets. They're inside the SUV. They're getting in there, and a tree comes down. A branch comes down, hits a power line. Power line falls on the SUV, starts a fire underneath the car. They start freaking out. Dad gets out and slips, hits the... uh, the power line and is electrocuted. Then mom, then teenage son, all electrocuted. Here's the police chief talking about it. We do have a toddler that made it through. And they're here in part because of it. the heroic acts of a member of our community. Yes, neighbor Marjaya Washington, 18 years old. She sees this happen outside her window. She hears the commotion, sees what's happening to this family, and she realizes that the dad is holding a baby. 
nine months old. I really had knew like I had to do something because the baby started moving. Like he was the only one that was still moving. He was moving his head, and so I had knew like you know like he was still there. So the baby is laying on the dad, moving his head. So baby clearly is alive, and she's worried the baby's like going to roll off dad and maybe hit yeah. this wire, or God knows if there's water that's you know going to be a conductor or whatnot. She's on with nine one one, and the the nine one one dispatcher's like, "Hey, you don't go near that wire. That's not something you can do." And she goes, "I have to." So she crouched down, slid down her driveway because she couldn't walk down the driveway because of it's all the so ice. icy. And she got to the child. I grabbed the baby and made my way back up the, the driveway. Grabbed the baby, started moving back up. I honestly didn't think about it. I wasn't even thinking, like, I don't even think I was in my right state of mind. I wasn't thinking, like, oh, like, I could be electrocuted. So I was more so thinking, like, I have to grab this baby. I'm not going to lie. I was just trying to put my, trying to put it all into grabbing that baby. 18-year-old girl wow, saved the life of a nine-month-old who tragically lost their family. But the nine-year-old or nine-month-old is alive today because of this girl who decided, I have to get that child. Now, disclaimer, don't ever go near a power line. Don't ever go near a power line if it's down. Please, please. But in this case, got to give Marjaya some props. Thanks for saving a life. Everyday Hero presented by Azura Memory Care and Assisted Living, transforming the culture of care. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Bucks played their first game since firing head coach Adrian Griffin on Wednesday night as they knock off the Cleveland Cavaliers by a final of 126-116. to Giannis recorded his third triple-double in the last four games with 35 points, 18 boards, and 10 assists as Milwaukee, with the win, improves to 31-13. and The 14th-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles beat DePaul on the road Wednesday night by a final of 86-73. Tyler Kolick leading the charge for Marquette with 22 points. And lastly, along with firing defensive coordinator Joe Barry, the Packers have also dismissed their strength and conditioning coach, Chris Gizzi. Gizzi has served in that role since 2019 and also played linebacker for the Packers during the 2000 and 2001 seasons. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Brendan Snide. The Green Bay Packers began their offseason activities this week after falling just short to the San Francisco 49ers in the divisional round last weekend. A season that left many filled with joy, excitement, and surprise ended in such an abrupt way that many fans, me included, felt sad, angry, and disappointed. There's no doubt about it that 2023 was a super odd year. Many ups, downs, twists, and of course, different turns. Expectations were low, let's be honest, and until Thanksgiving, this team looked dead in the water. Until... They clearly began to swim again. Fast forward to this week, and the now sad, angry, and disappointment is met with higher expectations. And on Wednesday, head coach Matt LaFleur made sure to make quite the statement. Goodbye, defensive coordinator Joe Barry. Goodbye, strength and conditioning coach Chris Gizzy. And hello, kicking competition already with the signing of a new kicker less than a week after rookie Anders Carlson missed a key try in the team's three-point loss. Many have said LaFleur has been unable to make the big decisions, has been unable to make the bold moves after letdown after letdown. But these are issues that have plagued his teams. And instead of preaching for quote-unquote continuity, instead of standing pat, he decided to do something about it and put his foot down 
to let his young team know he means business going forward. It may seem easy to fire a defensive coordinator, especially after he underperforms, but he was under contract. This, whether you agree with it or not, was a bold move by head coach Matt LaFleur. The rebuild is officially now behind us. The excitement in Cheesehead Nation is back in the air, and Goody, LaFleur, and Jordan Love are ready to begin a brand new era together. At 6.54 on Wisconsin's Morning News, ESPN Wisconsin's Jen Lada in the house with us this morning. You got the Kronken house going, huh? Good morning. It's German for hospital, yeah, but directly rans, translated really? means sick house. Willkommen to, what is? what was it? Vilko, yeah, Willkommen. Willkommen. And what was the thing you said? The Kronken house. Kronken house. Yeah. Um, yes, everybody the is sick, sick in my house. And so it's, it's the six-year-old, it's the four-year-old, it's the husband. I'm around. It's the near. F- Let me just it's ask. The forty-something-year-old. I was gonna say. I got three men sitting here with me. Y'all are bad. When you're We're bad sick, sick. Yep. you're bad sick. Like I made a joke yesterday and was like, "Oh, my four children." Because Jario's just cranky, man. He's just cranky, and he's he hasn't been feeling well. Uh, he went to San Francisco to cover the game, and he wasn't feeling well there. And you don't know how travel Ugh. can just suck the life out of you yep. when you're feeling a hundred percent. So when you're down to like a sixty-four percent, it just makes it all worse. So we're not sleeping at all. I was telling you guys when I walked in, my my baby girl is snoring like she's got sleep apnea. <laughs> she's just like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and I'm sleeping but next to her with the pillow on my head. Oh, she's adorable. <laughs> I've got the pillow on my head trying to suffocate myself. So it was one of those nights. <laughs> and in the meantime, you're like, pretty soon I'm getting sick here. Like, there's no way I'm getting out of the Kronken house. <laughs> okay, so I pride myself on, like, I take an immunity shot every yeah. day. I gargle with hydrogen peroxide. I do all of, like, the old yeah. school, like, things. To, and so far... All right, good for you. I'm, uh, I've evaded it. Well, it's a good thing there's nothing going in sports 100%. lately. So <laughs> kind of a downtime down for you. Super quiet. So you saw Michigan, obviously. Michigan uh, loses Jim Harbaugh. He's mm-hmm. going to the Chargers. I know Jess Minter, big name that people have been talking about as somebody they want. He's the defensive coordinator for Michigan. And by the way, Michigan's defense was fantastic, as you guys saw this year. Uh, I would take him off your list, right? Like, if he wants to go to the NFL... He's going to go and be with with his his guy guy at L.A., right? He's not going to go, it's been great, Jim, but I'm going to go to Green Bay, you know, unless he's got a thing for the Midwest, in in which case, yeah. Well, what about a former UW defensive coordinator? Yeah, I've heard Jim Leonard's name a lot. Does anybody know if Jim Leonard is interested in the gig? You know, know. someone's asked him. He was uh, he was an analyst, right? Or he was assisting the Illinois football team last year with Brett Bielema, if I'm not mistaken. But he was doing it remotely, I think. Don't quote me on that. So obviously, he still has. Wasn't he floated last time around? And there was sort of offered him the job, right? Yeah, he was the number one. He was Lafleur's want, number one want. Different spot in his life at that time. So, so, and then of course we got the Bucks with a big win last night with interim head coach Joe Prunty. I was saying Doc to Brandon, Rivers is coming in. Like, it's one game, but like felt it was really important for the Bucks to go out and win that game, and really a signature statement by them to say, "All right, there's all this turmoil around us. We're going to go out here and ball, and not only that, beat a pretty good Cleveland team." Did they seem lighter to you guys? Did it seem? You know, I don't want to like be projecting. Oh, I agree. But yeah. didn't it seem like? And even Melanie Ricks had a uh, in-game report when they were coming out of a timeout, and she said, "You know, they're leaning." in there you know there seemed to be a different vibe you know then at times when and she didn't say this but we had heard it through the grapevine guys would come out of timeouts confused and not knowing exactly what the assignments were and who they were covering and sometimes what the play was so uh 
did seem lighter. That video of them doing the dance that was shared by the Bucks <laughs> social over media. Social media now. <laughs> and apparently they do it all the time, but since they put it out yeah. for the game where they got the coach <laughs> is gone, people are speculating. There's a lot of speculation going on, dancing on graves and things like that. So hey, see fun that spirit time, in this team. Right. Fun time to be covering Wisconsin sports for sure, guys. Somebody just texted in, what you got over there is a man cold. I have a man cold? No, you don't. I've got a man cold. Oh, for yeah, sure. I've you're dealing with that. Cold. That's no good. My new yep. strategy on that is like just try to ignore it. Don't. Yeah. Just plow through. Because I've tried to go down the sympathy train, and there's not a lot there. <laughs> the, the, cup, <laughs> the cup runneth empty. Good to see you, Jen. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.